Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fun guys of all ages, it is time. This is Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning. Ladies and gentlemen, we got an action-packed show today. Raul, what are we covering? Greatness. And then what comes after greatness? Hyperbole. And what comes after hyperboles? Metaphors. Exchanging commodities. Let's go. Let's trade these commodities. Commodities are getting traded, ladies and gentlemen. This is Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning. With a steel chair. It's all over. It was never started. Sweet chin music. The heartbreak kid. It's in your face. It's now. It's happening. Tune in. Sirius XM. Slam Radio. Your parents know who we're talking about. Let's go. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. We'll be back with knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold on. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. Hey, platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. And now we're back with knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Boys and girls, this is knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning back like we never left. We left? I feel like we do this every day. <laughs> if you qualify talking shit as something we do every day, then we definitely do. I definitely do that every day. But honestly, I don't even live my life day by day. Sometimes it's moment by moment. Or if you're Vin Diesel, one quarter mile at a time. Quarter mile at a time, ladies and gentlemen. That man's living life. From I remember when you showed me that uh, that song he made with Kygo. Is that the artist that he made the music? That is. That is the song. That is. It was breathtaking. Yeah. Well, he also did one with Lil Pump and a few other Latinx. Did he release a whole album? No. No, no, no. These are all just features. Would you have listened to it? No. No. I'm more of a I am Groot type of guy. I am Groot. Oh, that's right. He was a voice in Groot. I was like, what's the correlation? He's a voice of Groot. He's a voice of the Iron Giant. FYI, just in case you didn't know that. I didn't even know that Iron Giant had like lines. Yeah, bro. He's like, oh, I am Superman. That's that's the Iron Giant? That is the Iron Giant. Nice. Uh, That is the last line of the film. But talking about living life one quarter mile at, at a time, let's talk about a game that didn't need too many quarters. I'm talking about the college football championship game. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Alabama had steamrolled Ohio State. It was definitely a game not to watch and to watch at the same time. It was just a dominant performance on Alabama's side. Depends man. on what you're into, you know? Yeah, it was it was a tale of an underdog in Ohio State. You know, it's what what not not what upset me the most, but Ohio State beat out Clemson, Clemson being the guys that beat out Alabama last year. And I felt like Clemson probably had the only chance to beat Alabama because they've done it. Ohio State 
Granted, they only played seven games this year, opposed to where Alabama went 11 and 0. I mean, I look, I never think that any team's going to beat Alabama at this point in time. I mean, six national championships, 11 in total in school history, six under uh, our buddy Nick Saban. Let's go, Nick. Us here in Miami, for the most part, if you're a Miami Dolphins fan, I've yet to meet a Miami Dolphins fan that likes Nick Saban. I love me some Nick Saban and the Dolphins, so nice to meet your partner. Drafted Ted Ginn overall, number one. Excuse me? We had, um, so you, there's a story. Being, you, Nick Saban was a head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Yes. And he was, there was a lot of hype that came around getting. Not a good one from, from what I understand. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of good hype leading him. He had a lot of success in college. He came over here to the NFL. His first opportunity was with the Miami Dolphins. And I want to say he left after maybe two or three years. But what he did in those two or three years was catastrophic to the Miami Dolphins organization alongside some really bad front office. But except on a lot of decisions that were made, one of them being using one of our top five overall picks to draft uh, Tedkin Jr., which was, for the Miami Dolphins, was a bust. Went on to be decent on, I think, but he played for the Saints and he played for the Panthers. Yeah, well, wasn't he on that Panthers team that made it to Super Bowl? I believe he was, yes. He actually yeah. scored a, a, a special team's touchdown when he made it to the Super Bowl. Whatever. Guy went out to have a great career, as most Dolphin players do once they leave the Miami Dolphins. Ask, just ask Chad Henney and uh, Matt Moore how their Super Bowl rings uh, feel. But alas, Nick Saban really did a number on us, and we, we couldn't recover for a long time. So for the most part, Miami Dolphin fans hate Nick Saban. After two, three years, he ran away back into uh, college and landed a gig with the team that we know as Alabama, and that's what brings us to this conversation. Mac Jones being the quarterback for Alabama, leading the way with 36 completions, 45 attempts, 464 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Where do you think Mac Jones goes? I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, not a re I'm not a big believer in Alabama quarterbacks. I've yet to see one really thrive in the NFL. Um, I'm sure he will get picked up. I don't believe that he's going into the Really? NFL. There's no Alabama quarterbacks that you believe in in the NFL right now? No. Do you? Well, I mean, aside from Tua, I guess. I yeah. I guess. So, are we hearing it here first? I want Deshaun Watson. Whatever. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, Mac Jones, I believe that he is not declaring for the NFL draft this year. So I don't think he's going to go into any team going into next season because he's going to play another year in college. So this guy was the dominant quarterback overlooking Ohio State superstar Justin Fields that only went 17 for 33, 194 yards with one touchdown. You can see the difference in stats here. Can Do you agree? I, I definitely don't see the same numbers. Alabama went on to win 52 to 24, as I stated earlier. The Heisman, Devonta Smith, I've been critical of this man. Haven't really said it on the show, but I've had conversations with peers that also follow college football and just players in general. And I really didn't think this guy was going to do much for this game. Um, I mean, granted, I, I, I do believe that he deserved the Heisman, but this guy just lo doesn't look like the superstar receiver. But I guess that's that's on me to judge someone by their size. The man went on to get 12 receptions, 215 yards, averaging 17.9 every catch with three touchdowns. By the way, Raul. And just to emphasize that, this guy by himself had more yards than the rest of his teammates combined. The man went on to really do well from the wide receiver core. Yes, he yeah. and he did this in basically two quarters of play. Wow. That's your Heisman, ladies and gentlemen. And if you didn't think he deserved it then, then by golly, you better believe that he deserves it now. By golly. By golly, he does, definitely does deserve it. Um, a developing story that was happening within the game was a, a wide receiver by the name of Jalen Waddle. I believe he's a senior, um, and he's going into the NFL draft. And the man suffered a, a broken foot. Yeah, broken foot less, less than three months ago. Wow. And Nick Saban played him for a couple times. And granted, this kid is a really good wide receiver, and you have a lot of, uh, you had a lot of NFL players, including Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Ramsey, being critical of the fact that these guys are playing him. I mean, granted, we get, I get it. You're in the national championship. You have all this, you know, you, you helped your team get to this point. But, dude, there's a lot more to look forward to. Now, do you think that he's the type of player that would have gotten drafted? Like he didn't really I believe he's still going to get drafted, but this, this could really hurt your draft pick. I mean, granted, he had three receptions for 34 yards. His last reception was a little pitch right there for a first down. And no contact. This man goes limping out of bounds. You don't see him for the rest of the game. And it's it, it's 
and even like and Patrick Mahomes had even mentioned it. He goes, what is, what is that man doing out there? You love to see the heart. You love to see the drive that a kid has, the mental toughness. But, man, this guy just broke his foot three months ago. You less. Know, you got one guy with a broken foot. You got one guy breaking records. It's not the same. Yeah. Quote, unquote, Jalen Ramsey had tweeted, who advised 17 for Bama to play? Whoever it is def definitely doesn't have his best interest at heart. As a competitor, I understand why he would want to play, but no way he should be out there with the future he has ahead. I hope he can stay safe. A lot of other players right behind it. Waddle's future is bright. They're going to win. Just chill. Yeah, man. You're already up by a couple touchdowns, bro. You're still going to get, you're still going to be on, you're going to still be credited to, for the win. Whether you catch a ball or you don't. You know? Granted that one of the, the, the center for the Alabama um, Crimson Tide was a was a I want to say that he he won an award. I can't I can't remember exactly what the award is, but he won an award for the best center in the FPS. And they let him play for the last two snaps of the game. So he was in. Documented he was in. It's on camera. And you know what those last two snaps were, Raul? What? Victory formation. Victory formation is when you're you're the you're the offense of the winning team. You're already up, and all you gotta do is milk the clock. So the quarterback snaps the ball and takes the knee. No contact is there's nothing going on. So the center that 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 I want to say he had a devastating uh, knee injury, broke something, whatever, was was not cleared to play, but they they suited him up just for that moment, right. so that he could come in, snap the ball to the quarterback that he's been snapping all year long, and have that moment. Right. And I'm sure you could have done the same thing for Waddle. For yeah, but the kid really wanted to play, and the kid's gonna want to play regardless. But Man, if you're the medical staff, if you're the head coach, the offensive coordinator, the wide receiver coach, what are you doing letting that man go out there? Regardless, hopefully that man gets his uh, trousers on, right? You like all this PG that I'm using over here? Trousers. Trousers. I said another word that was pretty PG. I can't. What was it? I forgot. Oh, wow. Weird flex, but okay. So, just like my hopes in Ohio State money line, Ohio State folded, but they got a bright future ahead of them. They got a nice young coach. Well, Relatively young, but young in the sense of coaching the team, taking them to the National College Football Championship. So hats off to Ohio State. Alabama, I hate to hate you. Nick Saban, I hate to hate you, but congrats on your win. <laughs> Clean up on aisle three. Clean up on aisle three. I can't believe I said it. So I moving on to these kids playing uh, college football, we're going to move on over to um, Big the NFL. Land. Yeah. Grown men. Testosterone. Yeah. Uh, Hard knocks. Uh, All of it. Uh, so, Everywhere. So for the five people that, that, that have been keeping track of this, I told you so. The Steelers. What are you talking about? Oh. Don't have heart. Final score of the Steelers game was 38 to 37, 48 to 37. Cleveland Browns with the impressive win. Now. No. These See, that wasn't a Browns win. That was a Steelers loss because they weren't going to make it. The Steelers turned the ball over three times on the first four possessions. One of them to, uh, being uh, these guys don't this these guys didn't play with that heart all season. What you thought, this bro, they, they weren't gonna just wake up one day decide, oh, it's the playoffs, time to care. They didn't care all season. They 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 slept through it, and you saw that the heart wasn't there. They just won games because they were that talented. Quoting some really big ESPN analysts out there, I want to say maybe Stephen A. Smith. Don't quote me on it, but I could quote this. The man said that the Steelers are just an underachieving team that lack maturity. They don't have heart. Charles Claypool that said on his Instagram Live the day after the game that, yeah, we lost, but the Cleveland Browns are going to get smacked up by Baltimore, so it's all right. Now, lack of maturity. In it at its it. finest. You just got beat. And I'm talking about they dropped 28 on you, uh, Mr. Claypool. 28 on you. Granted that you're an offensive player, so I know that this has nothing to do. But guess what? Your offense didn't produce anything in the first quarter, and you guys went down 28-0 to zero at home with fans in attendance. You should be proud. My goodness. What are you doing going on Instagram Live talking about this? You should be in the gym watching film on what went wrong. You guys, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Raul's right. And I've been critical. A bunch of other people have been critical on how good these guys really were. These guys were the last team to be undefeated. And this is what this is what you showcase. You end up 12 and 5, get into the playoffs, and you got beat by the Browns. Not to take anything away from the Browns. Baker Mayfield, what a game. 21 passes completed, 34 attempts, 263 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, near perfect game. 
Nick Chubb running the ball. 18 carries, 76 yards. Kareem Hunt, 48 yards. Let's go, Chubb. You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys played, and the defense showed up for the first half. I mean, Now, what did Big Ben and the Steelers do? I don't know. Read it for me. Look at that. 501 yards. Wow. Wouldn't that be incredible? Four touchdowns to go with. If you didn't have four interceptions to cancel that out, huh? Not one. Not two. Not three. Def- four. Definitely not five. Definitely not five. But four. But four. And w- no running game. 37 yards from their lead running back, James Conner. 11 carries. I mean, granted that you go down 28 to zero, you're not going to be able to run the ball a whole lot. For real. And then what are you passing? No, the stats look great because they were throwing the ball. Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster. 157 yards. Cool. Cool. But those four interceptions, that'll do it. Man. And that Browns defense is nothing to be scared of. It really isn't. They were dead last. That Browns defense is nothing. Those guys are not intimidating. Ben, ben, does Big Ben stay with the Steelers? I mean, who wants him? Well, I'm saying in general. Does, yeah. Do the Steelers keep yeah. Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, no, they're going to keep him, bro. They're, they're not going to go in another direction just like that. I think they're Ryan Fitzpatrick. Him. You think they're Ryan Fitzpatrick? I him? think they bring in mean? a young guy. They throw uh, Ben Roethlisberger in there for maybe the first two or three games, and then they... I don't yeah. think so. I don't know. I don't know. Do they have a high draft pick? I don't know. Uh, no. Granted that, you get a dry half pick, a high draft pick, by being a really shitty team in the NFL. Ergo, why the, the Jacksonville Jaguars that I want to say only won one game have the first round pick. So the better you do, the later draft pick you have. Got it. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, no, I don't. They're kind of stuck at that point, right? They're pretty. St- so it sounds like a big problem to me. Yeah, it really, really does. And man, the Steelers are known for, but see what the Steelers are known for churning out knuckleheads though. No, yeah. Think about it. They've had a bunch of knuckleheads. Where where does it end? I mean, it it goes down and it continues. Where does it end? It goes down and continues. We go over here and we go and and we're going to move on. Colts, Bills. You know what? Let's move on. Absolutely. Because these guys are frustrating. Colts, Bills, huh? Let's see. Colts, man. Honestly, I wanted Phillip Rivers to win this. I like Phillip Rivers. I'm a fan. I like him. But, you know. It is what it is, and it was close. It indeed it was close, Raul, with the and, twenty-four to twenty-seven defeat by the hands of and, and like we knew that, and we saw this happening after that demolition of the Dolphins on on week sixteen. So, who's really surprised? Just I would have liked to be surprised. In the realm of surprising, the Rams beat the Seahawks. Who would have thunk? Not me. Shout out to Joshua Jackson for being the hypest guy out there. You know, Joshua Jackson. When I we were working watching the game, and of course. He comes out and he's like, the Rams are going to win a Super Bowl right after that happened. Listen to me. The last time the Rams got to the Super Bowl, they got cadunked by the Mahomies. And it's most likely going to happen again. But the Rams survived the Seattle Seahawks with a very impressive win. The Seattle Seahawks offense really was in emotion. Jalen Ramsey had DK Metcalf all over the place. What happened? I mean, your lead wide, your, your best wide receiver only had five receptions for 96 yards. DK and Metcalf was covered. Rubber- Russell Wilson, very uncharacteristically, 11 for 27, 174 yards. What is this? Two touchdowns and an interception. It is what it is. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't do anything. Rams defense came to play, ladies and gentlemen. And granted, that these guys started their game, not even with Jared Goff. Jared Goff was out there. And even at that, he only completed nine um, completions. Out of 19. He's definitely not the reason this game was won. So the reason why they did win is, take it away, Raul. Cam Akers, at least that's what I'm calling him, 131 yards. Wow. 28 carries, 4.7 averages. He even got a touchdown in there. They con- as many as your quarterbacks combined. They controlled the pace of the ball, and they definitely went on to win this game. Well-deserved. Buccaneers, Washington. What a game that was. I was very yeah. – you want to hear a funny story about the Buccaneers? So, I mean, sure. Washington. So, Taylor Hinkike or – Heineke. Heineke or whatever. Heineke. Was just chilling, studying for his uh, exam because he's in college and he's on. I believe he's on the practice squad for the Washington uh, Redskins or football team. I'm sorry. That's hilarious. Right, and he, one day he gets a call. Goes, "Hey, COVID's afoot, and we need to activate you." And you know what his response was? What? I got a, I got a, I got a final. 
that I got to do on Saturday. Head coach goes, well, you might have to call your professor and make something happen. Calls his professor, very nice about it, explains to him that, hey, man, I just got the opportunity to start my first NFL game. And it's a playoff game. The professor didn't believe him. He had to show him proof. Oh, my God. Yeah. Comes in, goes against one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. No, not Dan Marino, Tom Brady. 26 completions, 44 attempts, 306 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. He also ran one in, ladies and gentlemen. Kid played his heart out. He did what he could, but just shy against arguably the greatest quarterback in the NFL. Very fair. Tom Brady, on the other hand. Wow. Tom Brady. 381 yards, 22 for 40, two touchdowns. Let's go. Leonard Fournette. Wow, I didn't know Leonard Fournette played there too. Of course he does, right? <laughs> 93 yards. 19. Man, look at that. Antonio Brown. Running the ball. Running the ball. 22 yards. The longest run of the day. This is ridiculous. Tom, oh, my God. Tell me Tom Brady's. What, what did Tom Brady rush for? Negative, <laughs> negative two yards. He says, hey, guys, we're doing too good. Let's take a step back or two. Ah, that was a good one. No, thanks. Now, Mike Evans. What? Antonio, bro, I'm happy for Antonio. Leonard Fournette getting some receiving yards. What is this? That guy has hands. Bro, this is a mess. I mean, yeah, I would hope he has hands. He plays football. Rob Gronk. <laughs> He's not a kicker, is he? <laughs> did he get a tackle? Because he sure as hell didn't get a uh, reception. <laughs> Tell you, oh, what? He was saving all the receptions for the next game, ladies and gentlemen. Buccaneers get that win, 31-23. Wow. Ravens go on to beat the Tennessee Titans. And, man... Ryan Tannehill, I really want to see that guy succeed. But Lamar Jackson, my goodness. I mean, but Lamar Jackson didn't have to do too much. No, no, guys. you gotta read, you gotta read these two. Oh. <laughs> Breaking news. I stand corrected. So Lamar so at first at first glance. What did he do, Raul? At first glance, you think, oh, Lamar Jackson, 17 for 24. Very efficient, but only 179 yards. Raul didn't know that. Zero, zero touchdowns, one interception. He didn't know that that's the lead running back. Oh man, you're gonna think, meh. And then, <laughs> 16 carries, 136 yards, touchdown. Let's go. Oh, can tackle that guy. Where'd he go? I don't know, but he didn't pass you the ball. I'll tell you what. Baltimore Ravens have that game, and that was a very good, very very good game. Tennessee Titans went ahead and they had the ball there to um to tie the game up, and they couldn't. They just couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They got picked off. Great defensive play on um, from Baltimore's standpoint. You're, you're leading running back. The number one running back in the NFL. The guy that took me all the way to the championship in fantasy football. Derrick Henry, the first player in NFL history to record over 200 yards against three different opponents in a single season. His stat line, Raul. 18 carries, 40 yards, 2.2 average, what, zero touchdowns. What, 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 what irks me? Shout out to Gear for that word, irks. What what makes you irk? What irks me about that game is that you did not run the ball at all. The game is twenty to thirteen, so it, it's not like they got blown out like how we previously talked about. Yes, with the uh, with Ben Roethlisberger throwing for five hundred and one yards. Shout out to Hannah one time for the one time. Shout out to Hannah. You know, no, you didn't have no to. Guy. You didn't have to run. No, there's no guy. You didn't have to run the ball, Souse. You didn't have to run the ball. I mean, you didn't have to throw the ball that much. And even at that, Ryan Tannehill, eighteen for twenty six, one hundred sixty five yards. But what? hey, hey. But you're not looking at the good and the bad. You're not being partisan. Ryan Tannehill ran for six yards. You're right. How could I? Well, how could I overlook that? Not a single wide receiver in 100 yards, ladies and gentlemen, for the Tennessee Titans. A.J. Brown being the closest, 83 yards and six receptions. Meh, meh, meh. Boring game overall. Like a very defensive game on both ends. But, and then, but you know. Let's talk about the funnest game that, that was out there. Let's go. It's about to get a whole lot stickier in here, and we're keeping it PG with this one. Because we're talking about slime. Slime, ladies and gentlemen. Nickelodeon. A lot more, a lot more PG than Nickelodeon. Tell you what. Nickelodeon, ladies and gentlemen, had the opportunity to host the wild card game for the NFC. And my goodness, thank God for that. Because that game was boring. I'm ready for the next one, though. And yeah. I don't mean the Saints game. I am talking about... NFL on Nickelodeon. Raul didn't believe me when I told him that this was happening, that this happened. Oh, no. I I did not. What a time to be alive. The virtual slime zone. Yeah. Wow. So what do you think about that? An honest opinion on, on, on what you saw. Hey, man. Let's get that money in. Let's get these kids playing. What? What? Kids want to be what, what was the name of that guy? The, the little kid? <laughs> the, the oh, one? man. I don't know. It started like it wasn't a... 
alliteration. It was like his first and last name started with T's. <laughs> What's his name? Look it up. Look it up. I look don't it up. Know. It could be Tiny Tim for all I know. No. Oh, no. <laughs> was it no. with the J or something? I don't know. No, no, no. Okay. Let's. Well, <laughs> you looked that up. Me, what are you about to Google? Oh, meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Nickelodeon. Nick, the Nickelodeon games, right? Uh, no. No, that's not <laughs> what you're looking up. That's not what I'm looking Okay, Jonathan. So, as I'm looking this up, I'm going to go ahead and, and read some stats. Please. Mitch Trubisky went on to <laughs> 19 completions for 29 yards, 199 yards. He was also the first ever NFL player to receive the NVP award, ladies and gentlemen. The Nickelodeon Valuable Player. For what reason? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a participation trophy of five ever. Put Nickelodeon one. football, young broadcaster. I don't know. Something. No. I don't know. <laughs> It's anything. That kid was funny. He was explaining a holding call. And he's like, pull, pull, I don't even know. Little kid explaining holding call. Well, hey, we did have young Sheldon there. We young that Sheldon. Kid. That's his name, isn't it? Oh, no, bro. I thought that we were talking about the other kid that was on the sidelines. They, they, they had young Sheldon coming in virtually. There we go. Yes. A holding call is when a team is penalized for holding the other team. And I personally do not like holding hands. So I like this call. That was hysterical. That's comedy gold, bro. You know, come on. And we had Noah Ego. No Eagle, not Ego. <laughs> I got a big, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, we had him there talking about. So basically, every, go, go, go. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. I found out what a touchdown was. So that's cool, I guess. They broke I've down, football they broke down an NFL game as if a five year old was watching it. So Raul learned a lot. Basically, Goo Goo Gaga. Every time a team scored a touchdown, slime. Every time a, 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 team, a team scored, kicked a field goal, SpongeBob's face in between the goalposts. It was something to watch. It was definitely, for me, a very, very fun experience. As someone that grew up watching Nickelodeon, it was, it was definitely very, very interesting. The Saints went ahead to win that game 21-9, in case you didn't know by now. The Saints go on to play the, the – oh, man, almost – Butcher that one. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or as I like to call them, the Tampa Bay Brady's. And I'm still looking for this guy's name. <laughs> I just found his picture. Oh, sorry. Lex Lumpkin. Superstar. Superstar. Lex Lumpkin. This guy's killing it. Good for him. I ho- I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he graduates from teaching people what a touchdown is, but that'll be great. Ladies and gentlemen, this is knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Well, moving on to another set of balls and things and things that we should have predicted. Man, the NBA and this COVID, huh? The NBA and this COVID, it's, it's, it's something else right now, man. It man, really, really, really is. So just in case you're wondering, what are these guys yapping about? You can't watch a basketball game these days without somebody out for COVID or something might be happening because of COVID. We don't know. Shout out to that boy, James Harden. One time for the one time. I believe you. And then who's the latest, I don't want to say victim, but the latest perpetrator, I guess, of these COVID breaking rules, your favorite flat earther, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, ladies and gentlemen, that man is definitely entertaining in the basketball world. I'd love to sit down and have a cup of coffee. You mean kombucha? Kombucha. A little bit of sage to lighten up the mood, you know? Man. What's up with that guy and his personal reasons? I really don't know. I don't. You think it's all a stunt? You think this is all for attention? Or you think this guy really believes half of the shit that he says? Half of it. Half of it, right? Half of it. Straight at down. At least half. At least half. I'll give you up to 75%. I won't give you more than 75%. You get three out of four. So what's going on in Kyrie Irving's world? Talk to me. Kyrie Irving. Well... So he was caught at uh, his little sister's birthday party over the weekend, indoors, no mask. Now, look, any regular Joe Blow from down the street, you know, I wouldn't mind. But this guy left his team high and, high and dry because he needed personal reasons. And then he's here disrespecting them, I think, by, hey, guys, I'm not in the proper mental state of mind to play with you but i could go out of birthday parties and hang out mean meanwhile I'll get paid 30 mil for it i don't get it man you you, you were talking about it earlier you're getting 30 million dollars to ball and to be the face of a franchise let's not forget that that you wanted to be yeah like you made it known that you wanted out of boston you wanted to get out of there so you go no, even before i don't want to be here lebron's little brother oh yeah 
Yeah, remember that? You finally get the opportunity, and this is how you're going to, whatever. So what, what you, what's your hot take on it? Nothing, bro. I think that, you know, this guy doesn't want to be that guy. I Like, I think he wants to be that guy on the court, but it's not just on the court. I get it. Athletes shouldn't have to be role models, but they are. They are. They are, you know? And it's just a shame, but whatever. Let's see how it is. Shout out to that boy, James Harden. At least James is honest about it. That guy likes strip clubs. I, I was out. You can go see my jersey over there. <laughs> I love it. I'm a fan. I just don't want that over here. Please don't trade for him. I love the skill, but don't trade for that guy. You don't want him on the Miami Heat and you like him? I love him. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good off I'm that. super good off that. I, I would prefer to watch it from afar. Yeah. You guys know about that crazy guy in Texas that loves the strip clubs and plays basketball? Kind of looks like somebody's uncle? Yeah. What's the first strip club he comes to goes to in Miami? Uh, BT on the river. Facts. I don't know. That guy has money. He might go to King of Diamonds. We'll see. KOD. KOD. I, I can't afford to go there. You know, <laughs> I don't got James Harden money, man. Do you have James Harden money? Do you? At home, have <laughs> James Harden money, if you do. Not a chance. It's end reasoning. That's where it's at, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in week after week. And uh, we're going to keep on giving you some uh, some updates going on. Let's go. Absolutely. So, but let's let's bring it a little bit more home. Miami Heat. Right now, right now they're playing as we recorded this. Man, I wouldn't want to be on that court right now. How many players got caught? How many players did they come out with? Eighth, right? Eight. Eight, eight? Play, eight players uh, had to not play today. Right Today we have approximately eight players playing. This beautiful starting lineup of Kelly Olenek. Oh, he, he got to play. Tyler Hero. Gary Vincent, my favorite. Duncan Robinson. And Precious Achua. Say it. Achua. Say it one more time. Achua. For the people in the back. Achua. All right. You know? And then with this bench, you got M. Struss. That sounds a little sus. Andre Iguodala and Chris Silva. Yeah. Remember that guy one time for the one time. But hey, man. They're not doing too bad at this current moment. Against the 76. 25 to 28 live update right now with, with uh, knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning, ladies and gentlemen. Man, the NBA is such a weird place, like, which is what we were talking about. These guys have, have no business competing with the 76ers, just missing Tobias Harris. Yeah. Soon Ben Simmons is, uh, I mean, Philadelphia dealing with a very similar uh, situation. Boston has, a, Boston has had to cancel three other last games because of COVID. Because of COVID. We would have had to cancel if we didn't get to the G League. So why am I talking about this? Why am I bringing all this up? The, the G League, they're following a similar format as they did with the NBA playoffs. They're going to the bubble, Wide World of Disney, Expedition Everest, whole nine. So are we moving back towards that trend? Because I don't see how we don't. And I see the G League being a great example of doing it on a bigger scale. Because at this point in time, you almost have a G League team for every NBA team anyway. I believe there's only eight, roughly, if not less, teams that ha- that don't have one. Makes you think. Yeah. Because when you see the current situation and no sport came out good. Football, football, bunch of games postponed. Baseball. These guys have like a million players on a team, so maybe that's why. And even then, they have to postpone a bunch of games. Where are we heading to? What is sports becoming? So, they, they the NBA came out with the new protocol. If um we could uh, whoop that up here and see what what uh, our buddy has to say, Jamie, about it. somebody. We brought Jamie from Joe Rogan's show. He just can't talk. In case you didn't know, um, and I'm eager to see exactly what it is that uh the NBA protocol is um is all about. This is SiriusXM One Four Five Slam Radio. Knowledge, nothing in reasoning. Got it. So, just so at this point, there's it's not even that it's a new protocol. They just say that they're gonna do better. They're gonna tighten it up, but they're really not adding anything to it. They're taking it day by day, quote unquote. Monty, Monty Williams and Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns. So they're not really adding anything. You know, they're gonna try to create a more bubble-like atmosphere, but 
what does that even mean at this point? Yeah, and you think about it. You got games that are back-to-back. You got all this nonstop, like, you know, traveling. And you got games that are going, like, yeah, you got back-to-back games with the same teams. And then two days off, and then, boom, you're in a new city. How are you even tracing that? You know? Think about it. I mean, they're asking their players to not go out clubbing, not go out to restaurants, not do this and that. But I don't know. Do you think that should be on, on... up to the team to decide all that? Do you think that these guys being grown men and getting paid what they paid should be able to decide all that? What do you think so? I mean, man, I I agree that. Well, I agree. I'm like 50% in between. I think that you're obligated to do your job as a basketball player. And especially if you're a Kyrie Irving style um, caliber player where you're the face of a franchise. But at the same time, you're out here. And you're getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball. And you're in a tough position to not do certain things to prevent you not being able to play or let alone damaging your your brand, your brand and your team's likelihood of winning. Because that's what's happening. Kyrie Irving, look, Kyrie Irving, without, with the Brooklyn Nets without Kyrie Irving, one and three. With Kyrie Irving, I, I want to say I, I, I can't. A lot better than one in three, though. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, that's kind of what they brought him out here. That's kind of what they waited KD to sit a whole year for. And Kyrie basically, you know, pulling a Draymond and sitting out the whole year, too. It's true. What's up with that guy, Draymond? I don't know. That, that guy averages like six points a game, man. I don't know. They got to do something with that guy. It's incredible. Over here, this guy's talking about I'm a team player. I assist. Bro, the only thing that you're assisting is I'm a downfall of a dynasty. In front of your very eyes. It's very it's it's very sad. Do they still make the playoffs? Absolutely. You're crazy. At this rate, bro. These guys, I mean, hey, they're the favorite bro, they're the favorites against the Pacers today, which the Pacers are more consistent. They're favorite over the Pacers? Wow. Super are. Bro, it's it's incredible to, it's it's incredible. It's incredible how one guy like Steph Curry really does change it. And, hey, I wasn't too sold on Steph Curry. Neither were you. But I think it's time that we give the man his props. He could win a game or two, for sure. I don't want to hear that he can't carry a team. He can't carry a team. Uh, he's carrying that team into the playoffs as you speak. That guy's not going to the playoffs. Bro, that guy's 6-4 and four right now. What's, where are they, what's their standing? That guy's 6-4 and four right now. I'll tell you their standing right now. 6-4 and four expected to be 7-4 and four tonight. So in the Western Conference, what does that get you? That gets you drum roll, please. Seventh seed. I mean, no, I'm sorry. He's sixth seed right now. If they win, they go to the third seed. Look at that. So they might make the playoffs. I just, I like how they're looking. I don't know. I'm still not sold. But that sixty that sixty one uh point sixty two point game 62. career high scored more than the whole team more than the rest of the team put together. It's funny. Every time I say that a player can't uh, can uh, carry a team. Said it twice this season. Kyrie Irving. And? Your boy. Stephen Curry. The. The. Babyface assassin. The. the <laughs> I'm trying to find the right words here. The dismantler of parlays. The, the destroyer of hopes and dreams. All of it. This guy's the worst. I'm super. I'm super over. I'm super over it. And then you have the Lakers, Houston playing again. I think I know how that goes. How do you think that goes? I mean, the Lakers took care of business the first time, correct? They sure did. Are they favorited today? They sure are. How much? Five and a half. Five, four and a half. Close. When, when was it that they played again? Sunday, huh? So, yeah, three days ago, 120 to 102. I see them doing just about the same today. What do you think? What teams are very – I mean, yeah, I think they're going to win. I think they won every game. How, how, but, but, but do you think it will be a contest? Do you, do you think that a team like the Rockets and and Houston did James Harden play last and game? the Lakers? He sure did, sure did, sure did. I mean, well, I don't. Know. I, I mean, I don't know what to expect. If if you call twenty points from James Harden playing, I do. That's not playing. That's not Nenny. That's not that. I want forty points, James Harden. Oh, 40 points, James Harden. Every game, huh? Is that what it takes for him to be a superstar in your eyes? Knowledge, nonsense, and reason, gentlemen. Full Unrealistic expectations. Ladies, uh, we just talk bad about everybody here. What teams are surprising you in? Uh... Charlotte. Charlotte's. Charlotte's. I, I'm not a fan of those guys, but pe- from how good they're doing. LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Youngest triple-double to do it in three quarters. What a mess. No, he didn't get it in three, in three quarters. 
got it in four quarters, but he was nine and nine with like. Oh, two- I'm sorry. He was 16, nine and nine going into the fourth. Yeah. Bro, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he ain't no Devonta Smith. But when they asked him, post game interview, LaMelo, you're 186 pounds. You got 12 rebounds. Guy like you, your size, your weight, it's kind of hard for you to get rebounds. What did you do different? You know what he said, Raul? What did he say? You tell me. Oh. Growing up, I played a lot of 21. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Ever. I think he's hilarious, personally. And he's balling out, man. And he played with, he played against his brother, and he outballed his brother. He is living up to his namesake. La Melo Ball, ladies and gentlemen. Ball. What other teams uh, got you by surprise? The Hawks, but not in a good way. Tell me about them. Man, Trey Young, huh? What happened? What happened? It took... the. They were doing fine. When he was averaging 28 points a game. And then this guy just collapsed. And then, yes, fine. You could say Philly. I mean, they, they, they just beat Philly on Monday night. That's nonsense. They beat Joel Embiid and a bunch of other guys. That's how that happened. Shout out to COVID. Shout out to COVID. And, and hey, man, they won by 18, but it was a lot tighter than, than that says. I'm not told on these guys at all. Come on, Trey Young. You can't you can't be averaging twenty eight points a game, or expect to be, but when you're only scoring fourteen, over four. And I want to say the game before that he scored seven points, where he ruined my parlay. Come on, Trey Young, do better. We all want to believe in you. Oh, what's up? Why? I like the Why? Spurs, man. The Spurs are looking good. Lamarcus Aldridge debut, twenty eight points, twelve rebounds, six assists. Man, but. You know what? Enough about these basketballs. And let's 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 move on to somebody that we could actually believe in and that Disney believes in. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool 3, formally announced. We will be getting a Reddit R Deadpool 3 from Walt Disney Studios. Oh, they announced it? They it's announced happening? It. It's confirmed. Wow. How do you feel about that? I've never seen a single one. Really? You've never seen a Deadpool film? You would love them. Is Deadpool good? They're great. Yeah? Yeah. Are they all, the other ones rated R? They're all... Yeah. Why do you think it's such a fuss? Disney Disney hasn't made a rated R film in decades. But they're going to make one now. And what and what's the, what's the storyline in this? Oh, they don't know that. They just announced it. But No, right? but like going in from the last two movies that you've seen. Oh, so the first one, you know? Spoiler alert if anybody hasn't seen it. If you haven't seen it, you don't care. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So... It's about this guy that he's, you know, he's a bad guy. He's a mercenary. Ooh, look at me. I'm tough. And then he gets cancer all over his body. So he does experiments to try to beat the cancer. Plot twist. He does beat the cancer, but he becomes physically grotesque and nobody can look at him. And it's disgusting. Deadpool. He looks like Freddy Krueger. Jesus. Oh, yeah. So So then... So then, so then he escapes, and they want to use him as a weapon. And then they steal his girlfriend. So he has to go save his girlfriend and figure out what figure out what being a hero means. And first movie, movie number two. He's there on a he's there on a mission. Then they come by and kill his girlfriend. So, so then, jeez, <laughs> literally like first twenty minutes. So then, so then he's on a mission to 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 you know be a hero even through that and then he meets a little kid who has powers that they that they try to you know control and then he defends him and defends him and he learns what it means to be a good guy again okay so now what do you think that they're gonna do going into this third movie with how they ended the second movie i'm glad you asked we're gonna have some dimension hopping we're gonna figure out one of three things who killed Bambi's mom? Why Cinderella's dad married that horrible woman? And, and what really happened on Pleasure Island in Pinocchio? Oh, my goodness. These are the rated R questions we have. And we need answers to. If you, I, and if you don't have the answers, I don't know what to tell you. Because if Deadpool doesn't got them, I don't got them. Nice. So this is what I want. This is what I think needs to happen. And a Spider-Man cameo. So now that I got you in this uh I got you in the state of mind producing films over here. 
If you had Star Wars right now, right now, Disney goes, knocks on your door. Raul, Nieves, yeah, you, put on your underwear. Take them off your head and put them on, sir. Come with me. They take you to the office. They sit down and they're like, hey, Mr. Nieves, you have complete control of the saga of Star Wars moving forward from this point on. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, look, even uh, Crespo's out here, Director Raul. I'm talking about you have full control of Star Wars and I want to hear more than just movies. You have, what do you, what's the first thing that you do? You, Mr. Nieves, has complete control of Star Wars it, from film to action figures to character development to casting to the freaking parks. What do you do? That's exhausting. All right, I'll start off with the parks because this is something that I've actually been thinking about. And, and glad I asked. And uh, there is some rumor mill going around about this as well. So these guys really, uh, how do I say this? They really screwed the pooch on this one. Um, so Batu, the planet that takes place. Screwed the pooch. Screwed the pooch. Park, park, park. So, <laughs> so Batu, this planet this that they built for uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge. It t- so this all takes place between episodes eight and nine. Here's the thing. We're talking about argue. I don't know. Every day, I think me. I think maybe even the prequel trilogy might be better. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Super hot take here on KNR. Super hot take. I don't know, but but the correlation between episodes eight and nine is not a clean one. It's not a good one. It's it's very rough. So, why do we choose to stay here? Meanwhile, we have other properties like the Mandalorian. That are universally loved at this point. So shout out to Baby Yoda. So what do we do? What if we just turn this into a generic Star Wars land? Not Batu, da da da. Ray might show up any day now. Oh, or maybe look, there's Finn. Yeah, no. Do I don't go? I don't go hoping I run into Stormtrooper one and two walking around with uh, uh, Kylo Ren. By the ah. way, by the way, side note: How about we make something that's not about a dysfunctional family? For real, bro. For Come once. on, come For on. Once. We 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 had the option with Ray. Could have made her a Kenobi, made an honorable lineage. Instead, we got the Skywalkers. Wham! My dad kills my mom when I'm born with my sister. Oh, what? My but he was a slave though, so he was kind of messed up too, and he saw his mom dead. Great. And then we got the Solos. My dad didn't want to be part of the rebellion, but my mom kind of forced him to. And then he kind of just ran off and started and, and, and kind of abandoned me and my mom. So now I'm angry. Oh, wait, my uncle tried killing me. Cool. And then the Palpatines, question mark. Uh, I'm Chancellor Palpatine. I abducted everybody like Hitler. Then I made clones. And one of my clones ran off and had a kid. And now she's back. <laughs> so, now, so what would you do, Mr. Nieves, going forward? Bro. You know what? Let's make a Star Wars rom-com. You know, it's very simple. Guy meets girl type of t- type of deal. So you so throw out the script. Throw throw out the We're script. We're starting a whole new a whole new saga. Oh man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Kind of you had a tear throwing out that saga, huh? Absolutely. So think about it. You know, it's uh think of uh Padawan meets Jedi type of deal you know first date you know she's there out on the field you know she's a she's a young rookie padawan being out taken for the job you know decided to pick this up later in life you know in her m- mid-20s they're working a couple of restaurant jobs didn't work out didn't work out you know she had a pandemic to deal with i i couldn't relate you know what i'm saying so anyways so then you know this pat so then her jedi master is you know at first doesn't take her seriously you know, ah, you started too late. And then he takes her under his wing. And then gradually their work relationship evolves into something more due to mutual respect. And then they end up together. And it's just a healthy Jedi couple. Wow. Knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking we get, boundaries. We get wholesome sometimes. We get wholesome. Man. And then their kid gets killed. No. <laughs> exactly. Your battery's running low, brother. No, his batteries are because he was actually a droid. Jesus. Exactly. Just kidding. He's... So, so what would you do with the parks? The parks or the park or the area of a park? 
That is Star Wars. What is it? Galaxy's Edge? Galaxy's Edge. I've got to go. So what if we make them? Look, let's start the story. But I get it. Rise of the Resistance is literally based entrenched in that sequel. And you can't just change the animatronics. It's a pretty, you know, tight story. So what if we just change up different sec excuse me, different sections of that area? Boom. This is sequel trilogy land. You walk five steps later, you know, and in correlation, prequels, original trilogy. We're on to something. Prequels, original trilogies. You're not you can't you're just hearing me, but imagine a hand making different areas in front of your face and that's what's happening if not go on knr podcast we have an igtv with my hand movements you don't want to miss them they're incredible so yes i'm pretty good with my hands so we're here we got boom prequel trilogy you know we see some tuscan raider bodies on the floor you know bunch of qui-gon jinn memorabilia you know you know great obi-wan walking around talking about this is not the way of the jedi great next original trilogy i want to see statues of leia han chewie and luke you give them medals i want statues great you know let's get let's have fun with it you're coming you're coming in on a minute Ralph. rogue one takes place at the same time, give me a explosion, you know? The fireworks show is everybody dying at the end of Rogue One. You know what I'm saying? And then, boom, sequel trilogy. Diversity. We got everybody. We got, you know, we got the Stormtrooper. Ah, this and that. We got, you know, Rose Tico. We got the cup. You know, we got the cup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got the cup. Come on. Show, show the camera the cup. Come on. Bro, where's the cup? <laughs> Here is the cup, okay? Come on. We have Force Ghosts. We just start throwing books in the fires because we're burning the Jedi scrolls. What are we doing? What? We have have C-3PO, red-eyed C-3PO, and no, he's not doing extracurricular activities. He's just reading some Sith language. You know what I'm saying? What? We got Palpatine clones? I want 10 Palpatines walking around at the same time. (laughs) Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is knowledge. Nonsense. And reasoning. Thank you for listening to our show. Goodbye. Goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.